Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Matt Carlo, Stacy Baptista, Josh Dalkey, and Jake Bishop. Thank you. Shanks! Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie, as Ruthie would say. And we are talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the North Farthing in the beautiful state of Ohio. This week we wrap up our discussion of an unexpected journey, but before we dive into all of that, sweetie, how are you? I'm really, really good. I'm in a good spirit because yesterday we went down and saw Lane and Sarah and the girls and we go, all the kids. Right. And we, I think we left around, what, 10? 10 o'clock or even before 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we spent the entire day down in the Shire. Yeah, it was cool. It was great. We were in the hammock. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we were making. Uh, we're, we tried. Tried to sit what in the hammock. Were we, it was a ship on a sea. Mm. There were dolphins, there were sharks, mm-hmm. and there were whales. Okay. And they were swimming underneath mm-hmm. the hammock. Yes. So, uh, by the way, this is a Trixie hammock. If you guys ever get a chance, there's a picture out there somewhere on our social media of it. Uh, Lady and I both, uh, you know, got our, our bottoms a little hurt <laughs> trying to get on that thing. It's just such a, that was, he actually told me beforehand as you go to sit on this thing that he had fallen and the girls laughed at him. They thought it was funny. I'm like, got it. And like slow motion sat down inch by inch. Life is a cinch. Yard by yard, life is too hard. And I got it. Inch by inch, I was going down, and it just totally (laughs) lulled me in and said, gotcha. 
So I went down. I went down for the count. That was cute. It was fun. <laughs> but was there cool. is there is something about just playing with kids, being in the moment. They they just they bring you back to what's important right here is that storm when you're they're on the hammock you yeah. know, we are we're basically the storm and we oh yeah, uh, we're the repre- storm. we represent the sharks and it's like that playing time in the moment is like the most important thing right now oh yeah and we brought and they up want it over and over and over and it's I know. great you know kids just want never ending just let's go let's go let's go I, yeah and then that game we were waiting we were watching the road and um with winnie we played that game okay what's uh guess the next color the next car what color would it be right and she went with orange the whole time we were like okay yeah orange is pretty pretty rare so right we might not see an orange car today but she was like no the next one's gonna be orange yes she was adamant uh, and it was black and the next one's gonna be orange and it was white yeah and the next one's gonna be orange and guess what she was there was an orange car i couldn't believe it i really could not believe it it was amazing uh <laughs> the yeah. little things she just held out she held out she's like nope there's gonna be one and then i like in an effort to kind of make every everybody a winner which we all are oh that was so cute she's like let's hope for a rainbow car rainbow rainbow rainbow, rainbow, rainbow. <laughs> and we're like chanting for it and hoping for it and i was just thinking like you know after we saw the orange car i'm like why not at this yeah, point? I, know. I was like, bless her heart. We're not going to get an orange car. You know, yeah, it's just sure. I mean, literally, I could not believe we got one, actually. I, I know, was like, me neither. I was like, oh, man, this is like, they're so rare. We're not going to see an orange car. And I kid you guys not, within like, I don't know, we waited eight minutes or 10 minutes or so. Right. And, yeah. Uh, we had silver. We had black, silver, black, black, silver, blue, you know, uh, green, even gray, yeah. like all over the place. And then boom, orange came rolling down. Yeah. It's cool. just. The magic of kids. If we would have waited there long enough, we probably would have seen a rainbow. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. (laughs) Yep. That was cool. Um, Also, so shout out to Lane and Sarah. Yeah, they had us down. It was awesome. We were there. It was a beautiful day. It was supposed to rain. We weren't sure if it was going to be, you know, what the weather was going to be like, but it ended up being awesome. Yeah. Uh, Some fun pictures of Lane and I out there (laughs) working on our new ride, the the, the riders of of Helix. Um, We were, yeah, it's on social media. Go check that out. Uh, Nice, nice fun little post. But we were chilling out and... Lane made us some really good, uh, you know, what did he make it? We had Banana guac, pie. Banana pie. Yep. Guacamole. Guacamole. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the olive? Like, it was like an olive yeah, dip. Yeah, an olive dip. Yeah, yeah like cheese. really fancy things. Yeah. It was just so good. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, yeah, we had a bit, you know, just sipping on some, some cold drinks. <laughs> and um, we got some food at the village later on. It was great. It was really nice. It was just yeah. really chill. We just got to relax. And I think just laying in that hammock, too, I was like, I could just stare right up at these trees forever Mm -hmm. you know the clouds was fun too we were sitting there and and uh uh charlotte and winnie um were up there with us and ruthie was kind of like eyeing us like i don't know if that's safe right i mean she's she was staying with daddy and stuff but we were like like there and like look like uh, little kids do they're pointing out the clouds yeah look at that cloud what do you think that looks like you ask them what like what do you think it looks like and they were like boom one after the other They, they knew what those clouds look like right I was like, uh, I was struggling to find an answer. <laughs> no. They're like, nope, them. it's this. Yeah. Nope, it's this. Yeah, they know. And they know. And I'm like, wow. And you can't say, like, you cannot say no because to them it looks like that. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's non-negotiable. And actually after a while I was like, yeah, that does look like a, a doggy's paw. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah. first one was like spot on. Yeah. Anyway. So we had, obviously we had fun. <laughs> we had a good time and, uh, we got back today. We went on a nice, 
nice long drive down there yesterday and then today we went on a nice long drive this morning so we're just feeling feeling good you know just yeah. feeling really good and uh lottie actually got me a little extra motivated <laughs> so because sometimes there's a lot to do at oh, the end yeah. of the school year uh in life uh, i've been a little ambitious trying to do more stuff uh this this upcoming summer I mean, i'm over here actually uh, moving m moving my camera around i think i just shoved my uh my mic stand into your shot there sorry about that <laughs> sweetie you know that's okay um anyway so i yeah it's just been like kind of busy and mm -hmm. and uh and, and crazy so it was nice to just go down and relax it's nice to have a reminder from you to just prioritize what is important that's a good thing to say yes because that's what we kind of we talked about it all day long really what is it that makes us feel sometimes like we're restless? We feel like we don't get enough done. You know, we yeah. always have things to do. And there's, I know there's sometimes we feel like, yeah, we get, we accomplished a lot this week and right. we worked out, we, we hit our goals. And then there's other weeks where you just feel like completely overwhelmed with things. You feel like you get nothing done. And then there's so many unexpected things coming up and other things getting pushed down the line. And it's all about like, you feel like you never get anything done really and mm -hmm. and looking at that full schedule you you're already unmotivated because then you feel like you don't want to start anything yeah and that makes you even less productive it's, it's just a whole circle and it all comes down to like accepting at, at least you know that there is always going to be ups and downs mm -hmm. and often we can do we can do a lot more than we think yeah true um we just have to kind of learn how to set priorities in life and yeah. really ask ourselves where do i want to be you know in a, in a year what's important what's really important to me and then try to eliminate those little things that can that, that can just wait mm -hmm. and yeah. and that's okay and and accept that we're all human yeah and yeah so yeah, it's like a balancing act like this morning naturally i wanted to just go on that drive to granville i wanted to drive down there drive take you over to newark yeah show you around and that's what i wanted to do you know, I had other stuff that I, I had set up as a priority to do, but mm -hmm. what I wanted to do was to spend time with you and to go down there. And it was like, yeah, that's a good thing. And then I felt like this anxiousness that, well, I didn't get the stuff done that I, um, that I set up for mm -hmm. myself goals to kind of hit or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know what? But also that was a goal of mine to spend time with you. Like yeah. the, the ultimate goal and priority was to just find that quality time and stuff. So anyways, just kind of a balancing act. And it was really, it's just, just want to say thank you because you know, you're just a good little motivator and. Uh, help me, you know, with perspective <laughs> and prioritizing, which is which is good. So needed Aww. that. Thanks, you know. me. Get yourself a rosy, guys. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, we're good. You're feeling good. You're feeling motivated. All right, good. Uh, let me think here for a second. So I mentioned we actually got some some recording from uh, Lane and Sarah, and mm -hmm. that's gonna be coming up in the next episode okay so we actually talked to them about lane kind of just we went on a little bit about the desolation of smog we even did a little patreon crazy 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 bit for you guys uh just something fun that's a little scary so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> definitely not for kids uh <laughs> it's more just it's more about nightmares and stuff it's, oh yeah. yeah i mean uh sarah and i we could barely i had a nightmare listen to it <laughs> i had a nightmare you know and sometimes your nightmares can be it's more like shadowy figures and stuff and it's a little scary I mean. so yeah anyway that's what that's about. But that'll be coming um, next week. That will be the plan there. We're going we're gonna to have that. Uh, this upcoming, I guess it'll be Saturday, it'll be May 21st. We're going to be doing the Desolation of Smog. And so we'll play that clip for you guys. Lane has thoughts on the film. 
and uh, even does a little recap on some things that he thought here in an unexpected journey. So we'll get that to you guys. Something to look forward to there. Just wanted to fill you in. So it's yeah. cool, right? You set in on that conversation, and uh, we had the blankets on the couch, and we were just kind of chilling out. Oh, it was so cozy. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. nice. It was really nice. So, uh, okay. Now let's dive in. This episode might be a little bit shorter. We kind of the, the second half. You know, the first episode we really just we kind of did talk about. Um, bits and pieces of the, of the second part here right but before we dive into that i actually have an article and lottie doesn't even know that i'm gonna pull this up yet and i don't mm-hmm. think i've talked to her about this at all but uh this was so as as this let's see we're recording on the 15th this was yesterday okay so may uh 14th we had fans share their first verdicts on new lord of the rings tv series Ooh. So fans of, fans of uh, Lord of the Rings were given a special preview of the highly anticipated series, and it's safe to say they were excited. So if you go on Twitter and you type in uh, the Rings of Power or first viewing or whatever it is, I don't, I don't know what all this search, go find yourself some Tolkien creators out there. They were very pumped. And I think I only saw, so I kind of follow podcasts, and there's you know, there's YouTube channels, there's people who just do stuff on TikTok and, and different things or whatever. Um, it was the the Prancing Pony podcast had gotten uh, an invite to kind of, I think they met with the showrunners, talked with them, saw some of the behind the scenes wow. stuff, really cool stuff. And uh, those guys, I, I respect them. They've been around for a long time and they, they really have a good opinion on Tolkien and everything and so essentially their their pitch on their social media was that we weren't going to just buy anything that they sold us right so they were like we went in and we really tried to be like you know look at this and say what do we think you know i mean yeah. like like do, like do we like it uh we weren't going to just say we liked it because we got this special mm-hmm. invite you know how you kind of feel that pressure sometimes right, when yes, you're invited to something definitely and yeah you meet the creator and stuff <laughs> you know um yeah i think you there, there would be a pressure there i mean Technically, I guess I have to say we weren't invited, so we don't, we don't, we don't in particular know, but uh, <laughs> I can imagine that there would be. Sorry, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you know, it's like it's like I feel like they're those guys were really honest and they came out and they mm-hmm. said, hey, we really liked it. Um, they did even say that, you know, there might be some things that they weren't they were unsure of, I think was the word they used and or the phrase. And then they said that they were they want to see more. Again, they mm-hmm. didn't see all of it. They just saw a, a piece of it. They said after meeting. Uh, Payne and McKay, the showrunners, they felt really, really good. Okay. Like really good. They they felt like those guys really were taking care of the show and were doing things the right way and stuff. So that's interesting, right? That, and that, that cool? it gives you a whole other feeling when you meet those people who put all the work into that and what their thoughts behind it is. I mean, it you know a good movie, a good show should work on its own and you shouldn't have to do that, but it's kind of cool to think about it if you meet those people who put in all the work and mm-hmm. the effort um yeah and they're you know seem to be inspiring personalities that that helps maybe with the whole your whole picture your whole picture in oh, your yeah. mind about the um series yeah uh yeah so it actually had let me see here there was a couple um somebody wrote Last week, I was invited by the at Loader on Prime folks, along with a bunch of other internet Tolkien fans, to attend an advanced screening of some footage from the hashtag Rings of Power show uh, and to meet the showrunners. I must say, after meeting them, I feel the show is very is in very good hands. Um, also, to so kind of that was a um, we'll put a link for you guys in the description with that article. And then also here we have like this is Prancing Pony. So I'm just going to go ahead mm-hmm. and give them a, a big shout out. You guys can go listen uh, to their podcast and hear what they have to say. And I know a lot of you guys do 
listened to them. They've been around for, or I think, about a year and a half or two years before Lane and I started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they said, by now you've probably seen our reports from uh, the Amazon Prime video event we attended in London. Uh, you may also have seen the wide range of responses from people in our community, from positive to skeptical to downright insulting. Uh, we wanted to take a moment to address some of the latter. We understand that many folks are skeptical about the Lord of the Rings for a variety of reasons. Though we have tried to be cautiously optimistic, we nevertheless had our own questions about the show. We still have some questions, and by no means are we certain that the show will be all that we hoped it will be. But we are telling you uh, with our sincerest conviction and transparency that after speaking to the showrunners, uh, more so than watching the footage we were treated to, we were more optimistic about the series than we ever have been. Uh, we're excited to talk more about that soon. We are not easily taken in. We're both dads. We're both professionals and are honestly too, quote, seasoned to be naive. Uh, we went out of our way to be objective, and we were legitimately impressed by what we saw. Uh, we hope that our six-plus years of, of commitment to producing the best Tolkien podcast we can has earned your trust in our integrity. Uh, if our hard work and dedication to our community all of these years has not earned your trust, then perhaps uh, that says more about you than it does about us. Okay. So I don't know. You know, it, it sounds like there were um, maybe just some, I don't know, people questioning. I, I th- What I read from that is, and from what I saw on Twitter, was that people might have been questioning um, some of these people, the, mm-hmm. the content creators like a podcast or a YouTube channel or these other yeah. creators who went and saw this and, and when they came out and said, hey, it was good or we we like what we saw or we mm-hmm. were encouraged they're like really you know i don't know if that's the case yes, but like a lot of mm-hmm. the there was a lot of negative energy out and around this for a while and there's people out there who are detractors or trying to hate who are trying to do different mm-hmm. things or whatever so you know maybe that's, that's just them kind of responding to some of that but it's cool for, for me to hear them and and others say that they were encouraged by what they saw because they did at first they said it was more that it was the showrunners the showrunners and speaking to them mm-hmm. is what encouraged them the most uh, not necessarily what they saw, but then later on they backed it up with, and also what we saw too was encouraging to some degree, but more right. so it was, it was their um, talk with the showrunners. Yeah, but that's so. absolutely that that gets me excited about the show again because you're right. Like people see um, just the trailer and they say, "Oh, it looks too too much CGI. We don't see this. We don't see that." Or it, I don't know. They a lot of voices just said. Yeah, it looks terrible. Or right. at least something negative. More negative feedback than positive. And um, I get where people are kind of, you know, trying to be careful about pu- big public opinions. Um, who knows what, you know, they told them or what kind of, I don't know, what they offered them to say that about the show. But I'm just always like, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope people are not like that and always give them benefit of the doubt. And if they say no, we're that's our honest opinion. I'll trust that, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that's cool. Like you said, it's they're huge Tolkien fans, and if they say we have a good feeling about this, like yeah, I'm excited for the show. Yeah, wow. Get, this is this. <laughs> Sorry, a, as I'm reading this, so Lane uh-huh. uh, and I, I talked to Lane just briefly about this yesterday, yeah. and I just sort of said, you know, kind of you know, it's in passing. We're making food. We're talking. We're whatever. And uh, I mentioned a few of these names. You know, you've got TikTok creators, but 
I mean, there's. I'm going to leave another uh, article down here for you guys. It's called thegamer.com. Now, again, this is these are people who are creators. They're not reporting or breaking any news necessarily. They're just commentating on these things. Mm -hmm. So you had um, some pretty big names, I guess. You had Sean Gunner, the chair of the to Tolkien Society, Corey Olson, the Tolkien professor, uh, along with his podcasting colleague, uh, was there as well. Um, you had representatives from Fellowship of Fans, the One Ring .net, uh, communities were present, as well as TikTokers, Don Marshall, uh, the Prancing Pony podcast, and more. So, yeah, a diverse mix of Tolkien creatives, thinkers, and fans, and most of them came away from the event impressed. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's a lot of different people with different views, different thoughts, or whatever, coming out of this saying, "Hey, we thought it was we thought it was cool. We we thought we liked it." I think I saw somewhere too that. Um, well, here we go. I got. I think we have a quote. So I just want to. I want to share some of this with you guys. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have thoughts on this, you can reach out to me or reach out to our uh, social media and, and talk with us about it. Because this is this is fascinating. This is stuff that's coming up here in a few months. And right. it's just really cool. These these folks got to go see this and and, and talk about it. Um. So let's see. It's it's Caitlin of the uh, the Tea with Tolkien blog uh, thought this. So because she hadn't really because she hadn't really enjoyed the initial teaser trailer. So that was, I guess, something she hadn't really, she was one of those people who hadn't really initially enjoyed that. Uh, she was more impressed by the extended clip that this group was shown. All right. However, quote, as I watched the footage, I began to feel um, immersed in Middle Earth in a way that I hadn't when I, uh, when watching the teaser trailer released earlier this year, she writes, uh, quote, there were moments of breathtaking high beauty, uh, mm -hmm. exhilarating um, heroism, and beautifully captured humanity, which evokes many of the same feelings I experienced when reading Tolkien for the first time. So there you go. I want to share some of those things because that's a positive. That's cool, right? Yes. I mean, I think Lane and I talked about, and we were talking about this just, just the other day, and I think it's even going to be in the next episode where we talked about, like, how do you bring the essence or the, the feel of hobbits mm. and bring back that Shire-like feel into all of this and, and, and these moments that were um, apparently seen by these folks they, they felt right. like there was be beautifully captured humanity so that is pretty pretty cool to hear these people saying that stuff yeah Incredible. and wouldn't it be so cool if all of a sudden everyone when the show comes out everyone was just blown away uh by how good it is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean that would make me happy honestly. yeah yeah oh absolutely uh, me too <laughs> because i think that teaser trailer for some reason got people in, in, in the wrong way mm -hmm. and a lot of people who want to they, they speak out about a series or a tv show or a movie or whatever sometimes you just have people who are looking for i don't know a, a company or a production group trying to push a, a different type of agenda or whatever mm -hmm. and they get all mad they they, they get politic yeah. about certain things or, or whatever it is but it sounds like uh, according to even the tolkien professor Corey olson and these guys said that when they when they sat down with the showrunners they were very impressed by their knowledge, this is a quote, of the legendarium and Tolkien letters in particular. So like Tolkien mm -hmm. wrote all these different letters and different sort of um, things to kind of fill in some gaps and to provide commentary on the world. And these guys, they, they know a lot of it. Yeah. Like they're really, really well studied in it. I mean, they run whole online courses for it and everything. <laughs> so Lynn and I always joke, we're just a couple of hobbits over here trying to trying to enjoy the music and uh, yeah. and, and dance around and enjoy ourselves. Right. Um, yes. They're over there studying away like the ancient text, which is which is cool. We need those people. We need yes. we all need each other. And I think it's it's really cool. So those guys have come out and really said that uh, this is 
this is impressive. So there you go. There, there's there's your scoop from us, and and my thoughts on it are that's awesome. I love it, and I'm really excited. This makes me feel good. Uh, if a lot of the content creators out there are feeling good about this, mm-hmm. then that's that's cool. And plus, it's just more Lord of the Rings. For a lot of kids, this will be their first experience True. with Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I say this in Star Wars all the time because when I was I was kind of uh, I had watched the originals first in Star Wars, and then I grew up with the prequels mm-hmm. a lot, like your brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And you have Episode One, Two, and Three, and you're just like stoked about that, right? Uh, and it's interesting now they're coming out with the Kenobi series and you've got like the, the actors are coming back and like, we, we didn't really hear from the kids. We didn't realize how many of the, how much of the younger generation who weren't on social Mm -hmm. media, who were sitting there watching our, our episodes and our films on rerun over and over fascinated with star Wars. So I feel like this second age show, uh, these rings of power, this show could be, uh, for, for a whole new generation, a, a gateway into the books and into yeah. the lore and whatever it is if it's it, i just feel like that's awesome yeah that'd be really cool so yeah and didn't um um peter jackson try to read the appendices and everything yeah. to, to incorporate stories and little things that were in the hobbit only touched on he wanted to expand it and and, and right. include the appendices in the movie and then that sometimes you know he he just I'm sure he just tried his best and I know there was a lot of stuff going on around this movie before it even yeah. you know was produced and stuff. So I guess like he they I should say they tried to make the best of it and it doesn't always work out but he really tried to incorporate more Tolkien and everyone always yells for you know like when a movie is pretty short and I lo- I know in a lot of Harry Potter movies a lot of fans are like oh I wish I had seen this and I wish I had seen that. Yeah. And then you make a very long movie and everyone says like this didn't make like you know like this didn't make sense or this wasn't necessary this doesn't add up to the sure movie yeah um storyline yeah. really it, yeah. yeah i'm not saying like i'm not saying like definitely the lord of the rings movies are so much better yeah they're uh, right yeah they're great they're great and i guess our 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 you know our theme always is to try and find why people did it the way they did it Yes, look yeah. for the good in the project, right. look for their intent and all that. Because, again, the, even even for, for uh, kids who were growing up when the Hobbit films were coming out or whatever, even though it's a few years removed and away or whatever, they may have that would have been the first time they saw it and they loved it, right? Yeah. If he was only just adapting the Hobbit, uh, is that just one film or, co- or could you maybe do more with, with the time that was given to Peter mm-hmm. Jackson, which is what Gandalf tells us to do, mm-hmm. right? Where that's all we, that's all we have. Yeah. Uh, control over it. so he, he chose to do what he did and and, and like it's fine i think uh, we're gonna talk about more today yeah i feel like um it's cool we have the books we have all this different stuff so mm-hmm. i'm actually glad that he threw yeah. a lot of it Some, in there i know yeah. it, i know it still irks people but for me <laughs> i'm glad i got to see radagast i know really, yeah. really glad about yeah. that yeah and so. a lot of people said we they didn't like they saw it was unnecessary and long and you know it didn't really add like i said to the story of the movie but I thought it was cool to see him interact. I, I don't know. He always reminds me of uh, Alice in Wonderland. Somehow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he, okay, here's something. I did some lore videos. And by the way, if you guys haven't had a chance, we were super close to getting 1,000 subscribers over on YouTube. So go check out our YouTube. Uh, subscribe over there for Lane and I because we want to be able to go live during the show. We want to be able to uh, do some fun events for you guys over there. And that would be that'd be a blast. And we're also streaming live all of these these watch parties, too. So, but I uh, I did some, some lore stuff over there on the second age. And I was talking about the Blue Wizards. And I was talking about how this article that I'm even referring to right here, it says that they're, they're going to introduce characters and events into Middle-earth that Tolkien 
never wrote about. Uh, and that's the nature of filling in the gaps. Mm -hmm. So that's just something they have to do because there are so many gaps in the second age. There's just not really a lot of story there. Yeah. Uh, so if this group of, of Tolkien influencers trusted the showrunners, like, like they're going to take what they know about Tolkien. They're also referencing other people and they're going to literally walk a character onto screen and tell you his backstory and tell you what happened. They're writing the story. They are writing brand yeah. new story. There is nothing that they have. There's a couple of events they can adapt from and like this war happened and here's the time when this king happened and this queen and so on. And mm -hmm. um, by the end, you have the fall of Numenor. More is known about the fall of Numenor, I think, than, than a lot of the middle parts or whatever. Yeah. It's just like we know that was created. Here's how it happened. Here's why. Uh, and then we know more about the forging of the rings and the elves and everything. But really the events of Numenor are, are different and are, are kind of unknown. Uh, the, the, sp the specifics, I would say. And then you have mm -hmm. characters like these blue... Why in the world would you not want to tell a story about these wizards? You know, they've yeah. always kind of been... Um, just like I said this thing about Gandalf or um, uh, Radagast, mm -hmm. okay? And I'm going to say something. Winnie, by the way, said something very powerful to Lane. It's coming up in the next episode. You guys can hear about that. And it's, it's clutch to heroes <laughs> in our story. And it has to do, on just a hint, it has to do with wizardry, okay? It's all set. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's wonderful and well, well articulated by her. But I feel like in this upcoming show, you have the opportunity to show us two more heroes, or maybe they go, they, they go bad or they go rogue or were corrupted or whatever it might be. But we might really uh, have some empathy or something towards these characters. We don't know anything about them. We don't know what their struggle right. was. Did they make a sacrifice? Did one of them sacrifice themselves to kind of fall into mm -hmm. the dark arts to save someone else so that they could go on and do great things and yeah. great deeds or something? Like, we have no idea. And they could do all of that. I don't know if they're going to, if that's too far, if people want to call that blasphemy or whatever. It's <laughs> it's so crazy because whatever they do, people can say, well, Tolkien didn't blah, blah, blah. Sweetie, he didn't right, write like yeah, anything about true. this. Like there's next to nothing on it. Yeah. Um, so if it were the first age, I'd kind of get it. You could say, well, that's kind of going deviating from this storyline mm -hmm. and that story arc. Like there's just nothing there. It's a big, right. big gap. Uh, lots of gaps. So the fact that these guys felt really good about what Tolkien does in, in terms of themes and the Tolkien estate to some degree trusted them to go write this, to go out and write yeah. all new backstory and character. Because you can still have Elrond and all of his events that happened in the first age and Gladriel and her stuff in the first age. But then what happened along the way? Did they just stay in some you know forest realm and then they never moved or they fought in some war at this point? But what did they do before? What did they do you know, during... Because we have all these like... In The Lord of the Rings, we have such a short little time frame yeah. where we see great legends interacting and we see their day in and day out stuff, mm -hmm. right? But in the Second Age, we have 3,000 years. What did they do in two weeks? Pick a two-week sliver yes. out of that and oh my say, goodness. what did they do there? You know what I mean? You can tell yeah. that whole story. That's actually a really good point. Like, I never thought about th that way. But you're right. Like so even even in human history sometimes, you know, you, yeah. when you go through history, you talk about... Um, centuries most of the time if not even like you know thousands of years sometimes if you go right. even further back and you summarize it somehow and there's still always going to be so much loss on the way that we don't really talk about we don't really know and it's cool it's a mystery mm -hmm. yeah um but wouldn't it be cool to just go back and see what people did for two weeks yeah that's, yeah. that's a cool point yeah yeah so i'm excited to see what they do i hope you guys are excited as well and uh we'll, we'll at least give the show a chance come watch it with us give us your 
your feelings and, and you know like I, I like oftentimes i think you have to watch the first episode see the whole thing start to finish what did they do from the beginning to the end they've had time to write into season two i bet there's breadcrumbs that will that will kind of um carry over into the second season so i feel like you got to give shows time and give mm-hmm. them a chance let them create to their you know let, let them get their full right they're, they're, yeah. they're like finish the whole thing like like let's see it mm-hmm. Uh, you can critique it along the way. What do you like? What do you not like? Sure. But like, don't, I don't know. I just wouldn't give up on it. I want to see, yeah. I want to see exactly what they can kind of pull off here. So, okay, there we go. Some mm-hmm. second age rings of power, uh, news, commentary yeah. on the news, that whatever, was cool. whatever. Yeah. Fun stuff. About the, um, the other content creators and yeah. they got to see. And I'm excited more. for them. That's yeah. probably, they were probably losing their minds. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's dive into an unexpected journey here. Let's, we're, we're talking through part two, just some, some of our bigger takeaways and just fun things that we kind of enjoyed about this. One of my things, so I'm starting around like yeah. one hour, 30 minutes. They're right in Rivendell. That's where we left them, mm-hmm. right, uh, last time. And I thought, I was talking to Lane about this uh, when we were down at his place yesterday. Brett McKenzie, who I can't remember the band, Flight of the Concords or something like that is the, is the name of the band I think that he's in. It's kind of a comedy band. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is the son of actor uh, Peter McKenzie, who played Elendil in The Lord of the Rings. So uh, it's just really kind of crazy. He's actually one of the do- or sorry, was one of the elves here, oh. and he has like a speaking role. Uh, he's he's uh, from New Zealand, and you remember Lane was talking yesterday about all of the actors and mm-hmm. the people who yes. yeah uh, who who know somebody who's been in the the Hobbit movies or right. in The Lord of the Rings. The Kiwis, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really. Cool. <laughs> Really cool. So I, because I, I remember when I was watching this, I saw him, and then in the X-ray, it has sort of some some cool kind of general trivia about about him. So. That's interesting. Yeah. And That's you, cool. one of the things you liked, and we talked about this just a little bit, was Bilbo kind of walking around and looking at everything. Mm-hmm. But what else did you do? You, you like Rivendell? And, I do. And you like the elves? Yeah. You like the peacefulness, the, the calmness of it? Yeah. Uh, when they're sitting down, there's the girl who's playing the mm-hmm. the harp, the harp or yeah. whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bless her. I mean, she was, they're like making fun of her music and stuff. I'm like, guys, quit being so rude. And the elves are losing it. She stops playing the harp and, and it's like, uh, what? Yeah, like they're all looking at them. What are they doing? It's right. Like kind of grossed out. Melanie <laughs> Carrington is her name. Shout out to her. I love this x-ray feature. It shows you everything. <laughs> all of the, all of the musicians, you can click on all of them cool. and you can see who plays what, but yeah, she was doing a great job. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it was cool. So the explanation of Elrond about Orchrist. So he's giving the Orchrist, like the sword, mm-hmm. and Glamdring. This is when this is all happening, and they're kind of stomping up on the table and tossing stuff around or whatever. Yeah. But just to, just to kind of a funny thing. Uh, so Orchrist and Glamdring were forged in the first age of Middle-earth. There we go, right? Um, okay. Yeah, and the fight against Morgoth. It's awesome. So just kind mm-hmm. of a relic, one of those. That's something that the that the Rings of Power show is hoping to do is, is have a lot more first age relics or something or just things of uh, items of power. Okay. You have the Rings of Power, right? Mm-hmm. But people are already speculating that they're, they're going to be pulling in a lot of other things uh, that might be, I don't know, kind of carried over from yeah. from the first age in some way. Yeah, that would be cool. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, so so this whole this whole bit is, is pretty neat. I remember when we were watching this, you were talking about the um, the uh, when we got to the part about the moon runes. Yes, Do you remember that. That was something they added in the movie, right? That was not part of the book. 
I don't I think it was. I don't think so. Well, no, I don't, I don't. no, no, no. They because how, da- how dare you ask me questions? <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I'm, about I'm pretty what's sure, in the book. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a book because it was not in the book because, um, I think they already talked about the what what the runes say in the beginning. Yeah. In the book, and I think that's just added to to add in all the scenes at Rivendell, really, and kind of, yeah. Yeah, that actually I said I had a I had kind of a panic attack there. I had like a flashback. <laughs> Uh, to when I had this whole moment with, um, I mentioned like like this whole scene with Aragorn where he like is almost killed and dies in the movies or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was referencing it as if it was like in the books or whatever. Yeah. Totally not like not in the books. Yeah. And it was just so funny because you get so sort of when I wait a second. what Because our visual, our visual memory sometimes is so strong right. and overpowering that we're mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, sure that happened in the books, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I remember the trip was really short in, in, into Rivendell. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and more. Yeah, there wasn't as there wasn't all this tension for sure too between the dwarves. Not as much. It wasn't as open and hostile. They're right. really hostile actually. Yeah. Uh, towards them, in in this and so yeah, which is cool. I mean, it's, it's part of the lore, and so that's yeah. what Peter Jackson wanted to kind of play up. And I think it's, I think it's cool. I just think it's a really interesting scene that they, that they show and they lay the map out there on this like crystal table mm-hmm. and and check into the runes and stuff. It's it's yeah. awesome. So, because the other a- added scene here uh, is the Gandalf scene, right? So when he is talking to, yeah, to, to Galadriel yes. and everyone. So I thought that was pretty cool, actually. Right, like, I like, like that? that, and I like. And people said that this is only b- to bring some characters back for the fans, but I I like that addition. I liked. I really like how the the what's the actress name Galadriel's. Um, Kate Blanchett. Yes. Yeah. She does an amazing job. And I know her role was very short and stuff, but I don't know. I'm just, the way they um, portray her in the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm just always like, I don't know, in awe when I see her. And I think that's how it should yeah. be. That's how the m- book describes her when you first read The Fellowship and you you know, read about her. And yeah. So right. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So uh, interesting fact. So it, first of all, so she was there... So she's in all three movies, mm-hmm. uh, was on set for only eight days of the production. Okay. So there's a little production kind of a uh, tidbit there. And also, I'll go ahead and say this because I guys haven't had a chance to tell a lot of y'all the, uh, all the things, all, all the powers of, of Ez on the podcast <laughs> and the uh, lack thereof of powers. I don't know actors and actresses' names to save my life. I, oh, like okay, some, good. We have uh, something in common. I mean, then. somebody <laughs> asked me one time about the guy that played Elrond. Yeah, a, a weaving fella, Huger, Hugo guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know what his name You know, he, he's uh, Agent, uh, what's his name, Smith or whatever in The Matrix. Yeah. So it's funny. Whenever people are like, yeah, well, well this actor, I'm like, I sorry. sorry. You know what? But that's okay because a lot of people probably can relate. Like, oh, I'm sure they can. It's yeah, okay. Your like brain a... sometimes picks things. You probably can remember other things that are so irre- irrelevant to other people. And you're like, brain, why do you remember that? But not like well, the names of the actors. Yeah. See, I've <laughs> always been. So even in Star Wars. Now, the only reason I know more of their names is because I'm uber obsessed with, with yeah. Star Wars and yeah. have been since I, was, since I was a little kid. Um, but for the longest time, I didn't know what Luke Skywalker's name was like, like who the actor yeah. was that played him I had no idea yeah um and so I, I I just never follow up on that I've always been and people who follow any of my other projects or any of my other stuff like even for the Harry Potter actors mm-hmm. and stuff I was like 
Ron, what's his name? Rupert, Rupert right? Yeah. What's yeah. his last name? I don't know. Like, Grit. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't really know any of their like mm-hmm. like actors' names and stuff, and I don't really know. I don't even know um, like the names of songs. People were like, "Hey, remember that song?" Blah blah. blah and they like list the name of the yeah. song. I'm like, Psh, "You want to sing it to me? Like, you want to give me the first <laughs> line there, bud?" Right. Uh, in key, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Really bad. Like with band, with names of band. I remember mm-hmm. the tune. I remember the story. I'm more focused on that. I can hum and sing a lot of the songs for you. Yeah. I remember the lyrics to the songs. I remember the the plot points to the movie. But I'm so bad when it comes to that that other stuff. It's just like in history too. I can. I know a lot of the events yeah. and what happened. But I don't remember all the <gasps> players and the characters. I'm so terrible you know? at years remembering years when something you know oh. significant happened in yeah. history. Yeah. I don't know. I just What's funny is I know more significant <laughs> historical fictional <laughs> dates, sci-fi dates or or fantasy sci-fi, you know, historical yeah. dates than I do uh real-world history. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> God, that's terrible. Um anyway, so just had to kind of throw that out there. That was funny. Yeah. So, I wish I have a cool fast. So, Lane will be coming up again next episode. Christopher Lee's just some some cool stuff on him that I had no idea about. And I mm-hmm. actually just sort of saw it here uh in the x-ray some stuff that he mm-hmm. was he mentioned about about him and we'll save that for next yeah. episode so yes. yeah um all right so let's move on he's talking about they're talking about radagast there being a foolish fellow and all that stuff how mm-hmm. dare you mm-hmm. saruman don't talk about him like that yeah it's like it's like as a, at least radagast is still around what happened to the blues nobody knows i know so anyways that whole scene is really cool and it's it's a, just a really awesome moment and then there's just these great kind of like I don't know, landscape shots and everything that are really cool. The thing that I think is ridiculous, and Lane talked, we talked about this in in the episode when we are doing the chapters, is the giants. The colossal battle of the stone giants. Like, is it real? Are they? (laughs) That's crazy. They were at the mercy of these stone giants' knees, and whether or not they collided at the right spot on the mountain, did their kneecap just happen to, you know, they're like swinging, yeah. they're on their kneecaps, like just moving around or whatever. And it's, it's so crazy. I mean, yeah. my knee was aching when I was watching this. <laughs> like I could feel it, sweetie. Like my, I don't, you know, I've got a bad right yeah. knee and it's like, oh man, that hurt <laughs> when that like, oh, I would have popped my kneecap right out of place. Right. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, they're, they're holding on there and it's just, it's just a crazy yeah, I guess like scene. they they wanted to include something that just you know a, a reason why they had to go down the mountain, but they I don't know. Well, it's yeah. there. It's it's mentioned like this this big storm and yeah, stuff. Yeah, somewhere in the distance. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like we don't really. It's not really depicted necessarily. Or yes. if it was, it was shadowy and was mm-hmm. it real? Was it not? All, all that kind of stuff. more mysterious. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. this is like well, no, this that's actually happening. So <laughs> and it's pretty yeah. And, for, and now in my head, it's like stuck there. Long. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, I did. No, this is what happened. Yeah. So it's just part of the problem. Sometimes I get why people get like, oh, that didn't happen. Like now it's like in my head that it it happened this way or that way. So yeah. And the problem here is Gandalf is still talking to everyone else, uh, to Galadriel, you know. And yeah, he was providing cover for him to get and out of there. They're on their own, and you know they yeah. have a pretty hard time. And we see a little bit of Thorin's hate against Bilbo oh, again, and yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's been lost ever since he left home. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, now this is ridiculous though. So they go in here. Bilbo's about to leave. He's actually thinking like, yeah, it's, it's time for me to, yeah. I should have never run out my door. It, yeah. it, I, need, I need to go home. I, uh, I get him though. It's touchy though. He's like, he's like, I want to go home. He's like, you're homesick. And mm-hmm. he's like, I know what that feels like. He's like, you don't. 
You don't have a home. Yep. I was oh, like, Bill, oh. And at the end, it all comes full circle, you know, and it's all uh, redeemed. They're all, right. you know, patting each other on the back and all, all is good. Uh, so, yeah. Now, I, I know I mentioned it in the first episode, but I just want to bring it up again because we're here. Mm-hmm. Are you in the Goblin King, like, oh, corresponding? Yeah, we're, we're, we're like that. <laughs> Are you pen pals? What's going on? Yeah, no. Like, I goblins i i don't know like i don't even know where how that came up uh, when we were watching it but literally you're like ooh, okay <laughs> i was totally joking like, and you were hey. totally joking but now it's a thing now people think i'm into goblins all right yeah you know? well yeah if anything it's like it's great i mean for me i'm just sort of like all right it's confident you know. yeah it was it was kind of i mean interesting how they how they set it all up like the goblin town down there it was cool but then oh, yeah, it was, the, after a while it was a little too much for me yeah yeah so <laughs> so like the rhyming and everything oh, uh was, yeah. was pretty cool yeah, yeah. That, that was that was neat yeah uh let me see is there anything i'm just looking for the x-ray here with the goblin mm-hmm. king if there's anything extra on him there's really not actually yeah uh i don't have much here like did you did you like how they make the goblins look did you was yeah, that how I don't you mind would it. imagine a go- like the Tolkien goblin? Uh yeah, I actually like Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotion promotional offer not available in washington dc As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That a lot of them, st- they, their their facial structure, they're mm-hmm. kind of like I don't even know what you would call it. Almost has that like, uh, it's different than the than, than your, the orcs. Yeah, it's slightly different. Yeah, that's you can good. tell that they're mm-hmm. goblins, and yes. I thought that was that was really neat. So I was happy for that because I was always confused. Actually, like I was like, what is the difference? I know. Or, yeah, in the book, when you don't have a clear, I don't know, like clear. Because I thought at one point they interchanged them. I could be wrong. I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because it's mentioned at the beginning when. 
Um, yeah, old Took fights the Goblin King, knocks his head off and everything. So I was like, okay, yeah. goblins, you know? Right. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, okay, so I think the part people like the most about yes. this is yes. the riddles. Yeah. You know? I don't like oh. it very much. I, sorry. I mean, You're I here. love Andy Circus. Yeah. And I love Gollum. And yeah. I just don't know why. I'm just sort of like, maybe I mean, I mean more so in the book I didn't like it as okay. much. Okay, yeah. And that might seem like blasphemy to people, but I was mm-hmm. just sort of like, I don't know. Okay. And I get that it's this, it's this ancient battle of riddles. Yeah. And it's supposed to be this this cool thing or whatever. But as a youngster reading it in sixth grade, I was sort of like, some of the riddles were cool. And some of it, I was just like, I'm lost. Yeah. I was like lost. So I was probably just too young when I was reading it. And I, I don't know. But I was. Uh, Would yeah. you say there were too many riddles? No. I mean, there was like nine or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, it was it was cool. It was, it, it, it was neat. It was just, I remember uh kind of and again i was in sixth grade and I, i've read it since n- numerous times but yeah. I, I remember i'm just recalling my my first read of it and mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know that i liked that part i think i skipped a lot of it it was mm-hmm. also dark and weird and slimy and scary yeah. and you know it just didn't feel good and i kind of wanted to figure out what happened so i just we skipped and normally i'm it. not like that normally i read every little freaking mm-hmm. detail and i want to know everything that happens but for some reason when i first read this it wasn't my my thing, he was such a different character, Gollum, right? Was yeah. so different, so weird that I was like, I mean, he definitely, I, I remember him. He had a, a big impression on my mind. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to think about him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary, mm-hmm. actually. He was more scary re- reading him than he was yeah. what we see Andy Circus do, actually. No, I think he's really scary. And I think, like, in uh, the Lord of the Rings movies, he becomes really scary, obviously. He tries to kill people. And, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like, um,. His character is some somewhat you don't really want to think about it because especially because he has two there's two sides right and right. you feel sorry for um um Smeagol yeah and uh you kind of you feel this <laughs> ugh, just this disgust when you think about Gollum and how he just eats I don't know raw. I, oh fish and fish stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this creature who's not really human or hobbit-like anymore, and it's just, yeah, that would. I don't know. It's you can't really make up your mind. What do you feel about? How do you feel about Gollum, really? Yeah. Um And that's the. I think that's exactly how <laughs> Tolkien wanted it to be. Yes, I think you're probably right. Uh, it's weird because you know he did really this this split personality is kind of more something we've seen in Lord of the Rings and then in this like Andy Circus like really like, kind of. Is, is played yeah. up more. It's not something I really remember being there mm. necessarily in, in the reading of it. So mm-hmm. that that was cool. It was really cool to see this this be a thing and to see the early kind of signs of that or whatever. Yeah, which is and awesome. Uh, before I forget, remind mm-hmm. me at the end of this episode. And if we forget, and you're out there listening, and you want to know the end of this, like remind me to to mention something about um, Lottie talking about Smeagol. A thought just dawned on me that I don't want to share right now. I want to <laughs> save it for the end, and it's a connection to my father. And that's all I'll say. What? <laughs> I guarantee if Lane's listening, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> because, yeah, there was... Anyways, all right, moving okay, on. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Moving on. I'll remind you. Intriguing, right? People are like, oh, okay, I don't know if I want to stick around. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, it's... Um, I guess we can conclude that the acting is really good about this scene. And you just oh, said... fantastic. You know, you, you didn't like it necessarily in the book. That's why it's not your favorite scene. That's okay. But I think, yeah, they did a pretty good job. And they stayed pretty close to the book so i really enjoyed that scene 
um and they kind of did the the whole like ring scene um it almost looked the same as the ring you know he th- it's in the air and it um, falls back oh, yeah, down sure. on his finger on yeah. Bubbles' finger just like it did with Frodo in the movie right that it has like so a was, will of its own yes, or something I yes. thought it was kind of cool and um the only thing that I wished was more closer to the book was because in the book I don't know why in the book it caught me that Bilbo was brave enough to jump over Gollum even though there was no next to no space like I, yeah. there was almost no yeah. hope he would make it without like being caught by Gollum right and yeah. in the movie it was like yeah that was plenty, plenty of space of <laughs> right yeah so that's a good point yeah yeah he's really that whole moment is really uh built up in the books mm-hmm. yeah and it's, it happens different down by a door a door a gateway it's, it's like it's crazy yeah so that's cool that's actually really a good observation there sweetie <laughs> um it's also crazy because you just you actually read the books more recently than I did true the yeah Hobbit. that's just the, yeah. which is crazy because I'm some of that stuff, some of those chapters that we read were over like a, a year ago, mm-hmm. if not more, for, right. for Elaine and I, which is which is wild. So, yeah, yeah. especially the beginning of the book, yes. And I forget because I forget too. Like at one point, Lane had not read The Hobbit when we started Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. I think he had he had said, "I was like, I've never actually read it. Like I've seen, I've read yeah. bits of it. I never finished it or whatever." And so, wow, it's just dawning on me. Yeah. I think a lot of people happened because yeah. they just saw the Lord of the Rings movies. They were, you know, yeah, kind of excited yeah. to read the books because the movies were so good. But a lot of people never really bothered to read The Hobbit. Then interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just I think uh, because the films and the Lord of the Rings is so cool. It's big, mm-hmm. epic, and what is this? It's a little kids' book, you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I it's I feel I'm always been I've always been happy that I started with that for like accelerated mm-hmm. reader points in sixth grade. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, once he gets out of there and everything, so we're going to kind of skip ahead to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the bit where we'll go back to kind of Gandalf running and saving Save the, the day. day. I mean, he pops in there and uses some pretty awesome <sighs> magic. What did you think about that? <sighs> right? <sighs> yeah, you've got his shirt on right now. You do too. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Graybeards. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the team, Graybeards. Lane yeah. got this for me. Cool. He also got that for me. Cool. Yeah. Shout out to Lane. Shout out to Lane. <laughs> Uh, that's my apparel guy. That's my apparel guy. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, Gandalf was pretty awesome. So, yeah. 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 Oh, here's something interesting. Let's hear it. So this is called the Wilhelm Scream. So it was heard when the group are fighting their way out of the goblin town. One of the goblins knocks off the uh, gangway and makes the sound. So it's called the Wilhelm Sound. Let me see if I can uh-huh. pull it up real quick. Um, okay. It's heard in Star Wars, and it's it's sort of become this thing that's that's used in a lot of different stuff. And I did not actually know it was in this. Okay, like a sound is, that a lot of movie makers use, or or what do you mean? Yeah, it's it's this effect or whatever. Let's see if oh, okay. we're gonna get an ad here. Hold on a second, friends. You know how it goes. You pull up something on YouTube, and oh yeah, like nowadays <laughs> thirty second ad. Oh, there it was. Okay, wow. Play play again. Oh, it's so fast. I couldn't even. I couldn't even. Uh, there we go. Did you, hear, did you hear that? Play it again. Let me turn it up. Let me turn it up all the way. Here we go. Uh-huh. Let me go back to the beginning. Three seconds. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> you hear that? Okay. So that's what? the that's the Wilhelm scream, and it's in Star Wars. It's in almost every Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. I think. Or I don't know if it's in it's in a lot of them, and it's used in different in different things. I don't even know really the history on it. If you guys know more about it, send me a message. I've never really looked it up. I just know that it's a thing in films. That is so interesting. Yeah. They just is it is it 
a joke. You, you said you don't know the history behind it. Yeah, well, thinking out loud is a joke or is it? Uh, let me cool. see. So first, <laughs> the scream is <laughs> most likely recorded by Sheb Wooley, first in 1951. What? A Florida Western distant drums during a scene in which an army soldier lets out a scream when he gets eaten by an alligator. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Uh, so <laughs> that's scary. The Wilhelm scream is named after Private Wilhelm. Yeah, an actor in the 1953 uh, charge at Feather River. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, he takes an arrow to the leg and lets out. So no, they're here. They're saying that he takes this in 1953. So maybe it's different. Maybe that. Maybe I was there. 1951. Who knows? Yeah. Interesting I don't even though. Know. And they used that in the move in the Hobbit movie for one of the goblins. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's like an in joke sort of thing. Uh, in in the Star Wars franchise, the Indiana <laughs> Jones films, uh, it's there, and so then they use it here. It's been I've heard it in different places too. I bet you it's that's cool. also a TikTok sound. <laughs> you can use it. Uh, I would be cool. I probably is. And we get. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea, actually. I think <laughs> I might go check into that. It's a good idea. Uh, so uh, anyway. Okay, cool. That's cool. See the X. Ex- I didn't even hear that. And I mean, it says it's there. Yeah. So we'll have to go back and kind of listen at some point. Yeah. But Small did. detail. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me see here. Yes. So they go outside. Oh, the, the big fight, right? With the wargs and um, the eagles yes. are going to come and everything. And you've yes. got the big standoff with um, Azog. And you've got uh, Thor and Oakenshield. Oh, my goodness. Who is Why? now Oakenshieldless, <laughs> yeah. you know, after this. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I was like, what? I remember we were watching. I was like, what are you doing? I know. Get back. I know. Get back. <laughs> it like, just was so weird. Yeah. And then, but. I gotta say, like, it was cool when Bilbo saved him. Like, that felt like, let's go, Bilbo. Mm-hmm. I know, like, yeah, it was, it was cool. I don't know. Yeah. He steps up, he steps up and saves Thorin. You know, he, he goes out there because Thorin's about to be, I mean, like, Aslog's not even gonna get off of his, his white ward just to go over and kill him. Bilbo's mm-hmm. like, I got this. Yeah. And out comes Sting, runs out there and, and full on fights an orc. Yeah. That so. was so brave. But, I don't know. They had to make it more very dramatic. Dramatic, and, you know. As you're watching this, you're sort of like, are they going to kill Thorin? I mean, no. We know they're not, but I mean, could you imagine? Right. Somebody's probably cut it up to where they just went ahead and like did it, <laughs> and they were like, the end. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's over. Yep. Film's done. So yeah. Uh, the, yeah. And I think mm-hmm. in the like when uh, the company's rescued by the eagles, you know that um. Gandalf summoned, and in the book, I mm-hmm. th- yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but the eagles were just, they just happened to be there. They were not exactly summoned by Gandalf. I'm sorry if I'm, again, like, I know it's been a while, mm-hmm. and I am, the my source of this is actually just a YouTube video that I watched um, recently okay. about the movie where they said in the book the eagles just happened to be there and they recognized oh, Gandalf. They did. Okay, they good. Did. Yes, yeah. They, did they recognized the him yeah. and and in the movie it's more like you know, he They owe him a favor. He stuff. summoned him through that butterfly. Yeah, th- 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 through the moth. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing that he so in the Lord of the Rings he does that. Yes. And so they wanted to do a callback to that like Gandalf sort of uh, using that okay. thing again a device to kind of 
bring the eagles to kind of signal that. Yeah. But no, they were monitoring things, actually. That's true. In the books, they, they were mm-hmm. monitoring stuff and they had followed the, like the wargs and they knew yeah. uh, they were in distress and then the fire and everything. So yeah, yeah they, they definitely... The eagles are... They just make me feel good. They, right? I know Bilbo wasn't a fan of flying. I get that. <laughs> yeah. But they just... They're so cool. And, right. um, I don't know. I would, I would love to just sit on an eagle's back and travel with them. And yeah. th- because they're so giant, you feel like almost like safe enough. And even if they drop you, they will, I don't know. They're fast enough to catch you again. I don't know. Just, right. I would feel safe traveling with them. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's and, really, it's no, it, <laughs> they, they do make you, especially in this, like they're, they're so cool and they're, uh, they're really, 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 really neat. Uh, hold on. It went back up here. I'm, I'm looking for something because Gandalf was counting all of the dwarves. You know, he's counting them. That makes <laughs> yeah. 13. And he's he's wondering, where's Bilbo? Mm. Uh, where's our hobbit? I'm just checking the dialogue here for Lane. Uh, so that we remember we told him about the um, our theory with Belladonna. <laughs> yeah. Took, right? Uh, uh, he thought it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's asking, where did you last see him? I think he slipped away. Mm-hmm. I just want to see if he says my boy. Let me see here. Oh. Me, <laughs> let's see. Tell me what happened. Right. Okay. Hold on a second here, mm-hmm. friends. This is the extended, so everything takes a little bit longer. All right. He pulls off the ring, though. Right? And so they're all talking uh, about, like, he's mm, yeah. he's long gone. Uh, he's. Let's just see here. He's got the. still got the ring. He's deciding whether or not to kind of, hey, do I reveal myself or do I not? Ah, that's before the eagles come and all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to back yeah, up okay, first. So, okay. mm-hmm. just for a hot second, um, he because this is where. Oh, let's see what Gandalf says here. Uh, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, I've never been so glad to see anyone in my life. There okay. Yeah. I mean, what well, he didn't say, he didn't say my boy. I think I threw that in there as a little extra. <laughs> but I was talking to Lane. Um, darn it. Gosh, I was hoping I was hoping he would. Yeah. If he just slipped that one thing, we'd have a film theory confirmed, you know, we would have had a film theory confirmed, but he says just Bilbo Baggins. I've never been so glad to see anyone in my life. Yeah. So in case you guys missed that in the last episode, we talked about Belladonna took uh, and Gandalf having a thing. Being very close. Total fan uh, film related theory <laughs> we came up with. So, okay. But yeah, that's pretty much um, how this kind of, you know, the, the big fight happens. Uh, mm-hmm. the pine cones to the rescue. Those things are flammable, by the way. We actually, shout out to another YouTube content creator, Mm -hmm. the Cottage Fairy, who collects pine cones. And Gandalf uses pine cones, right? Yes. Do you think she used it? I mean, in case of an emergency and she was attacked by I mean, she's a fairy. She is a fairy and lives in the mountain valley. I think she knows how to do that. I'm pretty sure. She could probably just like she, I mean, I'm telling you, she probably speaks like a fire Yeah. She would kindly ask the fire to ignite um, for her, for her safety and rescue. Just to protect or whatever. But she would always make sure that there's, you know, it's just rained and there's no bushfire, no right. There's no possibility of a yeah. forest fire. It's yeah. very, very important to her. Uh, if you, have, hey, by the, by the way, we, we've we've like invited her on the show mm-hmm. because we're such fans. I love her so much. She's so great. About, so I didn't plan on doing this, but remember we just watched the episode where she had all the pine cones and she collected them yes. for like fire starters and stuff. Yes. So they're great fire starters. Pine cones are great. Gandalf shows us that here. He uses them to kind of uh, defend the group. It's a last resort thing, but it made me think of her. Yeah. And at some point, I wanted to do a pitch for her anyways because yes. I I, I kind of feel like when you encounter someone who is a positive influence and a really, uh, I don't know, just just radiates positive yes. energy. 
I like sharing that yes. energy and I like sharing it personally. You mm-hmm. know, you and I like that. That's sort of what our home is, is, is full of. And when we find people like that, we want to just like, okay, let's surround ourselves with those yeah. people. Honestly. Yes. Right. I mean, it's, it's such, it's such a good feeling. So if you need more of that calming, positive, just really connection to nature, mm-hmm. go check. A lot of you probably actually already know her. She has almost a million followers. She has a lot um, of followers. Yeah. On, over on YouTube. On, and, on YouTube. Yeah. And all she does, like, not all she does. I don't want to like make, make it seem like it's not much or anything. It's, yeah. it's a lot of work to, to make oh, the yeah, shots yeah. and, you know, p- place the camera somewhere, go like go down, you know, road or something and right. come back and pick it back up. Um, yeah. so he, she does really amazing shots of, um, nature of her valley where she lives and her like it's a good combination of that and her home she has a little bunny rabbit oh yeah dogs and a garden and she does all kinds it's of like, arts and it's crafts. like visual asmr there's it like is. good you know it's just so cool such a I, good combination yeah. and then she talks about different things in the and yeah. what really the reason we you know the, the other day we're watching and she's like reading the hobbit and i'm like let's go yeah, i know let's go okay yeah like you're you know it's it's, it's kind of like your kind of people so we like, like on social media i follow the hashtags and and, and a lot of yeah. guys as well for things like fantasy lord of the rings hobbit could be star wars harry potter you know all this stuff right yes. and when you come across somebody like that yeah we want to like their stuff and we want to like connect with yeah. those people and that's this why i enjoy going to movies or, or convention centers or like universal studios or wherever it is some something that kind of has your people there yeah. it's just fun yeah so Go check her out. Um, yeah. And, and if you're into that kind of stuff too, and you have something that you think is kind of embodies that sort of positive energy and, mm-hmm. and, and whatever, let us know. Cause we want to, we want to be behind uh, that stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah. And we'll and that's, give you a shout out here. Honestly, that's one of the positive things about social media. I know we have to be conscious of how we use it, how often we use it and how we spend our time with it. But it, gives us nowadays the chance to really surround us by you know the people that will add more to our comfort and happiness instead of take away from it even though you know in our direct like um the people that directly surround us physically right there might not be too many of them among them and that's no one's fault really it can be sometimes Uh you, you live somewhere where it's just either not a lot of people or it's just you're just not surrounded by the right spirits, but you can't afford living somewhere else, or your I don't know work yeah. situation right. kind of forces you to live there. Whatever it is, but you still have the choice now to surround yourselves by spirits um, that kind of put out the same energy you're either you you have or you are looking for. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. And point. I think that is a v- pretty positive thing because we always talk about it. You are heavily influenced by the people you spend your time with. Yeah, and it's, it's, so it's like this, uh, when I'm going to work, so I listen to audiobooks, I listen to podcasts, um, I listen to motivational videos and things like that. Those are choices. I mean, I can go find those things directly and let them be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of folks listen to our podcast, and yeah. I appreciate everyone who, who does that. I want you guys to know, as started off, I mean, years ago, Lane as well, he was, he was we were referencing podcasts last night like that we like and yes. that we enjoy because – we're consumers. That's why we want to, like, if you guys have something or uh, whether it be an Etsy page, a project, there are guys over on the um, 
our Facebook page who were, hey, we made a podcast. We wanted to pitch us out here. We've been listening to Lane Inez for years, and uh, we wanted to let you guys know we're also making one too. Yeah. I mean, the, the crazy thing is there's always room for um, more creators and more good energy and more positive spirits and stuff. Yes. And, and and it just I always feel like anytime somebody attempts to, to do that or – let their voice be heard or you know a lot of times too and what the reason we like the cottage fairy is because your silence can also be a good thing people think that sometimes it's like i don't know like that you have to be loud you have to talk you have to whatever right you don't need to all the time and and you can just be you can influence in so many different ways um and i just think it's i think it's cool me too i don't know yeah i'm just I'm just out here rooting for people. I'm always just wanting, you know, I don't know, it, it, just a kind word, helping people across the street, whatever it might be. It could be anything. Yeah. And just, I'm, I'm all about it. So, uh, but you're right though. Yeah. We can kind of be more intentional mm-hmm. about what influences and what people and things. We were talking about this uh, yesterday with Lane and Sarah too. And I think about it with my niece and yeah. like school kids that she's around, things she's hearing. All right. That kind yes. Of stuff and, and stuff. So as much as we can, I mean, there's, you can't control everything, right? I mean, I can't control. Right. Uh, you know, I, I've, I teach high schoolers. I mean, <laughs> they always come in with the best attitude and, and sometimes they're pretty blunt, you know, they're yeah. like, Mr. Kirk, why are you wearing the chef pants again? Well, I, I, I don't know. Are they not? Whatever. I mean, yeah. they feel comfortable guys. Don't make fun of Mr. Kirk. Uh, no, I'm kidding. My kids are great, but you, you just, I mean, the whole point is you just don't really, you know, you, you never know. Yeah. And, um, so it's so Bilbo's presence too in this company is also one that I think a lot of times when you read it and stuff, yeah, he and Thorin have some some beef and they're on this quest and does he really fit or whatever. He had such another level mm-hmm. uh, to j- just reminding us about home, um, yeah. friendship, companionship, and just I don't know, he, just so many things I can't even articulate very well. Mm-hmm. But uh, that that he that he adds to this company and to this crew. And it's like, that's what Lane and I talk about with the Second Age show. It's like, what is going to be the thing that's that's in that show that yeah. really does that for us, you yeah. know? And it's cool to hear that, you know, according to the people who've seen it, uh, we're going to have that kind of stuff. So Yeah. Now yeah. that you mention it, just real quick, I want to go back to that scene because it reminded me of that, yeah. where Bilbo says to Thorin, like, where he had the choice, do I keep being invisible and just yeah. run off and go yes, home? Yes, he did have the choice. Or do I join back in with everyone and go on that you know, continue going on that journey and he decides to do that and okay. he says he says um because you know like i love my home so much mm-hmm. and that's why i want you like i want to help you find your own or like you know yeah. take back your own home and have that feeling again yeah <sighs> on a, on a way smaller scale you know th- than that like sometimes that we were talking at the beginning of the show like uh, priorities and, and, you know, trying to get things done. I'm, I'm, I run podcasts, we make content, we try to put positive energy out there, educational stuff, entertainment, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's difficult, but then to hear people say like, Hey, we really enjoy that. Or we, or we like it or whatever. Uh, and I know it's been, um, and I've, I thank Lottie so much for just helping me kind of continue to do that and be able to, to keep spreading that. And we dedicate a lot of our time you even, yeah. whether, whether it's me talking to Lane or talking to Matt or talking to myself. <laughs> or talking <laughs> I invest to you. a lot of time in talking to myself. I mean, how many times are you upstairs and you hear me like recording something on my own? You're like, oh, he's down there doing it again. Uh. He's talking to himself. Uh, but like, but like, and I choose to be like in a very small way, very, 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 very small way to be like Bilbo and say, no, I'm, I want mm-hmm. to give those guys something. And you do too. And I think a yeah. lot of people do that. They say, like even the the work meeting that you guys are gonna you're in I don't know if it's if this is Monday if this came out on a Monday or Tuesday but you guys know 
You're going to go into a work meeting, and you know there's some negative folk in there. And God, just go in, and if you can, be positive as much as you can. Try and just yeah. and, and help those people feel uh, better and good about where they're going. So. I love that, sweetie. I yeah. love that because sometimes that's your role. It's yeah. okay not to be the first one who makes the best, you know, um, who has the best idea to solve a problem all the time. That's okay. We yeah. don't have to be that person all the time. What if we just spend, you know, if we, if we feel like, yeah, that's my role, spend more time on just making other people feel good. Because mm-hmm. yeah. every time we encounter, like, a person who's being super nice, who's, like, just working as a cashier or as a janitor or it's just like greeting you happy about life and being here it's just all, like if i encounter people like that it just makes my entire day right. so much better yeah yeah it's a good thing yeah it's a good thing so yeah. i just wanted to throw that out there yeah you look like you needed a bathroom break are you good no i'm good i'm good okay do you need one no i was just like sorry that was a you know sometimes you get that I was no like, oh. i guess i'm just sweaty because it's warm today <laughs> oh no, no it's, okay. sorry mm-hmm. yeah no no let's great. push through okay. thank you you look great yeah um all right well hey, honestly we're, we're kind of at the end i mean that was really uh the eagle scum it's all great there's a continuity issue by the way some fun things a little goof to kind of note uh that thorn's sword is nowhere near him when the eagle picks him up but oh. once he is you know uh, in safety, the the sword is right there. Akio sword. Akio sword, and it's Easy. there. So one of those last little kind of continuity uh, goofs that I thought was kind of funny. Beautiful shot of them flying to safety and uh, you know hugging Bilbo. And right, that was, was heartwarming. It was good. Kinda admitting Bilbo's awesome. Right, we're back. <laughs> we're back. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. That I I think yeah that is it for our um our review there our part two review of an unexpected. Uh, journey mm-hmm. and uh, it was fun. So again, just a reminder for folks: we are going to be uh, back on May twenty first uh, with the desolation of smog. 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 We will record that. We have some special uh, guests coming in for that, and also later this summer too. I've, I just talked to a couple of friends, and we might have some folks kind of joining us in the summer. We'll have some more time to mm-hmm. to do more with those episodes, and and as we have time, we're going to be weaving in more of your guys' Tolkien stories later on, and different stuff like that. We'll be getting to all those things, and, and honestly, just so you guys know, we can't. I mean, I can't thank you guys enough. Just for for uh, we're excited for the show, and we want to watch these movies, have some fun, meet some new friends. If you're into that and you want to hang out with Lottie and I, it's, again, just breakfast. Bring your own breakfast kind of thing. Bring your breakfast. Bring your second breakfast. Yeah. Bring all the food you have. We had 11s. My God. I mean, these hours are like three. These hours. These movies <laughs> are hours long. They're three hours long and uh, or more. And so we're just we're just trying to have fun and, and hang yeah. out. And it's it's cool to see folks pop in there and, and say hi. And by the way, if you co- yeah. if you pop in on Instagram, like sit if you're if you're comfortable with it, like send me your name. You know, the handles out mm-hmm. there. First of all, my handle is at Wamprat underscore 2M. No one would have a freaking clue what my name is. You know what I mean? Like, I just do it. It was an old Xbox handle thing I had back in the day, and I made up with my buddy Tom, and it yeah. just stuck, and, you know, I don't know. Um, Wamprats are no bigger than two meters. He used to bullseye Wamprats. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, whatever. That's where I came from. So, anyways, just say, hey, put your name in there, and come chat with us. We'd love to hang out with you, and and we're also going to be streaming it on, on uh, YouTube. I think we had it on YouTube. We had it on Twitter. We had it on Facebook. Yeah. And then on our phone, we kind of do right. an Instagram thing, too. And just to be clear, again, we're streaming our faces. We're not streaming the movie because we can't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, do too. Just to hang out. So, um, right. Yeah. Uh, more yeah. so I'm streaming Lottie's face. You know, <laughs> you guys, me, I'm just yeah. 
just over here doing my thing, you know. Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, no, it's fun, and, and it is just kind of um, I don't know, it's just just a way to hang out. It's not, it's just more like we can chat with you guys, we can talk, yeah. you guys can leave us a comment or whatever. Uh, we do have a link, and I think some of our special guests who might be popping in, I might just send them a link, and they might pop in and chat with Lottie and I. So on the on the YouTube. So, do I know about yeah. the special guest? Uh, there, they, there, some of them are coming in the summer, and okay. then we might have one or two. It just depends on availability, you know. So, okay. it's really informal. So it's sort of like if you can make yeah. it, you can make it cool. If not, we're recording oh, yeah. episodes afterwards anyway. So, uh, you guys kind of get a taste of what we thought during the watch. But it's fun because really, Amanda helped us develop the whole. Oh yeah, uh, thank you, Amanda. You know, the uh, Bilbo theory of a Bil- yeah. Bilbo. Yeah. Yeah, Bilbo, Bilbo and being son. Yeah. Bilbo being son. Bilbo being son. The son <laughs> of Gandalf. Uh, so Bilbo Gandalf Baggins. There we go. Oh. That's his middle name. We finally figured it out. The Gray. The Bilbo the Gray Baggins. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, okay. Woo! All right, friends. Uh, so, hey, yeah, it's... Uh, well, there we go. Right on cue. I was going to mention something about my father. He's calling us right now okay. while we're recording. And I'm on... Uh, it just brings up what I was going to mention at the end. Yeah. And, and I so, noted that down. Yeah. Oh, people... Yeah, if you stuck around, you're going to hear this, okay? Uh, let me take a quick call from my dad, though, real quick. Hey, what's up? Not much. What are you doing? Well, just recording live on the podcast, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that field mode? Good. Got my yard mode. And... Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you go then. All right. Well, we'll talk to you. We'll, we'll call you sometimes. We'll stop over. I still got to finish Oak Island over there at your house. <laughs> okay. So, all right. We'll see you, Dad. All right. Bye. All right, bye. And that was a little bit from my father. <laughs> okay. On the podcast. Uh, we, we're going to do a little editing there. You guys will hear a bit and a piece of that conversation a lot about mowing and uh oh, the yeah. fellowship of the mow Let's can go. i just mention I, I got to mow on the new mower today you saw it sweetie oh yeah i love when you mow you just yeah i wasn't in my real good setup i didn't have my like glasses on i wasn't really i was just like i got nailed in the eye with uh i don't know a bee or something something just shot and boom thankfully i have lightning like <laughs> eyelid reflexes <laughs> Okay, lightning fast. And I saw this sucker coming and I just blink, boom, just one eyed it, you know? Because you can't, I, I couldn't close both eyes because this thing was real touchy and you got to keep mm. a real oh my gosh, yeah. firm handle on these, you know, handles and <laughs> keep a straight, <laughs> straight line, all right, you know? So, uh, yeah, it is the fellowship of, I think I just said fellowship of the Mo today, hashtag fellowship of the Mo or hashtag. The Fellowship of the Mo, as I think what it should be. I probably did it wrong today. But anyway, I've done it both ways, so whatever. If you guys ever do that, you know, I search that hashtag from time to time. So if you guys are out there mowing. <laughs> Is that your hashtag now? I, I don't know. I pretty well, I'm pretty darn sure I created that. So, That's you know, cool. Yeah. I could be. I I don't know. I have to go check. I normally I mean, post uh, on sh- Instagram. Show that, us so. uh, how you mow your yard, you know, if you want to yeah. join in to the Fellowship yeah. of the Mo. Yeah. Show off your mower. I mean... We just I bought guess. a new one. I'm not a fan of this new one, but I, I, I'm waiting to get the uh, the old, uh, you know, big bad boy back, <laughs> you know? So anyway, all right. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, I wanted to mention, too, So I, and we might have to cut this out. I'm not so sure how this is going to go. 
So I'm just going to preface this with a, hey, we may have to cut this out. No. Sweetie. Only one cut per episode. You remember when I told you my dad said the Schreier? <laughs> I hate the Schreier. Yeah. I am so... I I knew that if Lane were listening to this episode... Yeah. When you said, uh, Schmeagle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if it were me, had that have been me, I know for a fact he would have been like Frank Kirk right there. So, I mean, just... Hey. One of those, welcome to the family, you know. Don't make fun. I'm not like, making fun. Look devil. at her. She's typing in the doc. Cut this whole thing out right um, now. <laughs> that's not true. I'm just teasing. No, honestly, it's just it's kind of funny because, um, I mean, I am, you know, like it's it. I don't always. I can't pronounce all the words right. <laughs> I can't. I can't spell the names right and everything. Yeah. So it's it's Who knows? wild. If it's, it's Smeagol or Smeagol, you just slightly Schmeagle. said it fast, and it was it sounded Schmeagle. like you sounded like you added that that ch in there. Yeah, the, you know, because yeah. the German the ch. Yeah. yeah, and it sounded like you said it real fast and tried to cover it up for a hot second. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I caught you. Never do that. I caught you. It was it was cute. Oh my actually. gosh, have you ever noticed? I'm sorry, this is so much like side story stuff. Okay. But have you ever noticed when I say? And now you probably will, but. Uh, in the car when I sing and I'm not sure if I really know all the lyrics I just turn like I sing along but I turn my head to the window instead of like to the right instead of to do you lefty. really yes I'm like you know if I'm like I, don't I know, haven't I sing, noticed like, that like Ed Sheeran songs I normally most Ed Sheeran songs I'm pretty confident on can you hit us with an Ed Sheeran song no, right now what's I your favorite one? Sweet. Oh, what's okay. your favorite one? Oh my gosh my favorite one so I Galloway really Girl. enjoyed the first album the uh-huh. most I think What's that one that you can do the rap to? Oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> Is that appropriate? Um, it, uh, I bet it's not. Not all of it, I, I bet guess. It's not. No, yeah. but can't believe you. <laughs> it's um, hang on. Dun, dun. Um um um. Uh huh. You need me, but I don't need you. Oh yeah. I need no. You need me. I don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. You need me, but I don't need you. Blah 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 blah. Something like that, right? <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, sweetie, you know I don't like to sing in front of people. I was kidding. That's why I sang it. Sorry. How do we get on that whole thing? Um, Me uh, playing a song in the car. I turn away because I'm embarrassed. And yeah. I don't know the lyrics. And I was trying to cover up Schmeagle. Schmeagle. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's my fault. People are going to think I'm mean for saying that. No. But, you know. No. Maybe I am. It's <laughs> 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 just... Uh, yeah, and maybe you and Lane, you you don't even like each other. We don't. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I just did this whole thing where I'm like, hey, if you're positive and you want to hang out, that guy's kind of mean. That's oh, kind of mean a lot. You know, the other thing I want to mention, too, and I think I've mentioned like three episodes, I'm just covering for myself. Um, if you ever hear me, can I say this? If yeah. I, I, mean, I probably have already said it and don't remember. Oh, say it. Um, if I ever, you know, talk over Lottie a little <laughs> bit sometimes. Uh, can I tell people why? Yeah, please oh, do. Oh, okay. Please. Because you guys know, like, so English is not her first language. Hello, people. <gasps> what? What? Uh, excuse me? Sprechen's die Deutsch? Was that good? Yeah. I was trying to do a little yeah, voice, too. So, yeah. uh, anyway, so, so yeah, she speaks, um, you know. Yeah, sometimes I'm looking for words. And even if, honestly. It slips into Dinglish a little bit. <laughs> Let's little, go. A little Dinglish here Dinglish, and there. Because you know? Deutsch and English. Right. English, yeah. yeah. Um, That's what they call it. 
You yeah. Know. No, no, no. I'm glad when you cover a lot of it because sometimes I get, you know, a little You're searching nervous. for a word. Yeah. And that's what all, like all it is is you're trying to find a word and I can tell or I, I'm not sure if you are. And so I'm like, eh, da, 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 I got, I got, I got this. And I just, I pop in there. And so I yeah. think some folks, I feel like I have to say this because it was like, um, there's just a thing because I want people to know how much I love you. And then I'm, I want to hear you talk all the time. And I wish it was just you talking. And I, I want to hear all your thoughts. I'm a listener. At heart, I'm a listener. And so it's funny because like I'm in the, I'm in here and people are like, dang, Ez, like let her get a word in, man. Um, but it's like when we were at the uh, we were at the Orlando airport and I told you, I had a premonition. I said, so at some point in time, if I'm always ordering first, people somebody's oh. going to say, hey, man, why don't you let your lady order first, huh? And sure enough. And the reason I don't let you order, let you, that sounds terrible, but like the reason I go first. So I have more time to think about what I want. I think that's so nice of you. Right? Because I typically know right what I want. Look at the menu. I got it. I scanned it and I'm good. I'm letting you kind of take your time and and look and and hear the questions he's going to ask and all that kind of stuff. It was just so funny. And, and. I, I'd said that, and this guy was just like, he got on. He was kind of kidding, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, here we go. I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, this is this is the, uh, it's just the way yeah. way it goes, you know. When you date, you know, when you're with somebody from uh, Germany, yeah, you know, international yeah. relationship. Anyway, you're doing great. Okay, cool. Trying. Thank you. All right. Well, friends. Okay, sorry. A lot of uh, jibber jabber there at the end. Um, just wanted to mention you guys are going to hear from Lane and Sarah next episode you're going to hear mm-hmm. from us uh, we're going to have a, good, a fun hangout hope you guys will, will swing in there and join it if you're late it's cool if you want to pop in pop out it doesn't matter we're there for like four five six hours I'm not even sure uh, I, I get kind of dizzy by the end so yeah come hang out there this Saturday and then again if you're hitting this much later still come follow us come give us a shout out send us a message you can send me one at wamprat underscore 2m uh, you can hit Lottie up at Charlotte Sue uh, and you can hit us up at Fleur and Bill Okay, so you can hit us up on those accounts, send us a message, and we do run a little Shell Cottage Radio podcast. Got an episode coming for you soon. Amanda, don't worry, it's coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're working on that. Working on other things. I have Lottie doing a Rebels rewatch for my Hyperspace Hangout uh, podcast. God bless her. <laughs> like, literally, my Padawan learner. Yeah. Uh, just learning away. Yeah, she's actually enjoying that. We actually have a lot of fun with that uh, yeah. little yeah. project. It's It's cool, so... Yeah. probably I'm having more fun because I'm getting to share Star Wars. No, uh, with I love to learn about all of that. Yeah, so. it's cool. Yeah. All right, friends. Hey, uh, don't forget you can send uh, Lane and Sarah something if you would like over at The Shire. Address it to The Shire, P.O. Box, or Lane and Sarah. Uh, P.O. Box 96, Amanda 043102. Uh, and yeah, follow us at Uptalking Tolkien over there. And uh, yeah, follow social media. Stay up to date with all the updates, I guess, right? So, mm-hmm. and if you are uh, Amazon Studios or Loader on Prime or whatever, and you're doing, you know, anything cool in the future, and and, and you want to talk to this little Hobbit, like I'd love to talk. You know, I feel you know what I mean because <laughs> all those creators got to go, and I was, yeah. I was like, oh man, that sounds so cool. Aww. Actually, the other day, uh, if you guys get on Twitter, I'm not on Twitter a lot, but on Twitter Spaces, mm-hmm. there's a really big uh, uh, Tolkien community there. Okay. And you can just you can create a space like it's an open public uh, thing, and you can just go in. It's almost like a live on 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 YouTube, but it's like a live on Twitter, and it's just audio only. 
And these guys go in there and they're just bringing in uh, like different creators when the images dropped. I learned a lot of stuff from them. Okay. So there's really, really good content creators out there in, in Tolkien. And a lot of them just aren't necessarily maybe on a podcast. They might yeah. be on a YouTube channel uh, or something else. So feel free to share those. Honestly, feel, share them with me because I like to follow those types of projects and get you know updates on the news. I don't break the news. We just like to kind of right. give our two cents on it and what we think and, and have fun with you guys there. So sorry if you were watching the YouTube version, I just picked out a bunch of goop in my eye. That's pretty messed up. Mm. Uh, You're just a normal human being. Okay. So guess so. Anyway, uh, you're, you're actually the best. Sorry. You're the best. (laughs) It takes the best to know the best. Okay. All right. All right, friends. Hey, well with that, we want to thank you for going on an adventure with us next time. We'll be diving into the desolation of smog. You want to read that part for me in the blue there? is going on that's what i have to read all the time this is what lane conjured up try if to try luke or podblast didn't forget to subscribe lucas rob you review life uh cormer mute mm-hmm. uh third is i <laughs> <laughs> that's you're reading it off the script that's uh that's good uh Sorry, wow i never even noticed uh, that was there what is going on uh, <laughs> wow lane you got her right i didn't think that was gonna work because she's seen the doc before but it, like lane totally got her on that one i i put in the old uh <laughs> the old lane lingo there for you oh, so my anyway goodness. she's she's making a comment please she's like i watch i'm watching her in the doc she's like should we cut this out <laughs> anyways friends. okay hey thanks for for joining us and for hanging out we love you guys and and we hope you're doing well hope you're um enjoying your day out there spread some positivity to one another we're going to see you guys here in about a week. Maybe we'll see you this weekend. And uh, as always, remember that Bilbo knows that he knows. That was the longest nose. It's almost like Pope Pinocchio. <laughs> my dad would call him. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.